What's going on, everybody? That was not the sound of Chewbacca pooping. That was the sound of me gargling some water for this beautiful introduction. I hope everybody's having a good morning, afternoon, or evening, or night, or night. This is another episode of My Subjective Perspective with Jordan Fisher. And why did he make you so special? Why did he bless you? Think about it. I woke up this morning. I woke up this morning. Got a smile when I say that shit. I woke up this morning. Go. Now today I would like to talk to you all about somebody I've met in the past few days that has absolutely just changed my outlook, my perspective on life. And it's been extremely refreshing to say the least. It's crazy. Somebody who can be a stranger can make such a positive impact in your life in just a few hours. I only got the opportunity... As of now, I've only gotten the opportunity to meet this woman for, I mean, just a little over 24 hours. Maybe, let's say 48, give or take. But she she, she has impacted my life so much in that short period of time. And I could not be more grateful. So let's begin the story. My family and I went on vacation for 10 days. And we got to see some waterfalls. We went to, we went and explored a cave. Saw the Smoky Mountains. Had just saw some beautiful sights. And when I travel, I like to travel for two reasons. Reason one would be for beautiful sights, a change of views, a change of my environment, just something to kind of uh, like awaken me internally, just the and kind of get my imagination flowing. The second reason, which I like to consider a lot more important, is a change of perspective. And this vacation brought me both of these. I, long story short, we are traveling for about eight days together. Just my family, the five of us in a car, and as you can imagine, the five of us end up fighting a fair amount. And... My mom gets to a point that she is just done. She's done with the fighting. She doesn't want to deal with it. And my mom's a very stubborn individual, as am I. And she gets to the point that she said, all right, she just grabbed a backpack after leaving our hotel that morning and says, you know what? I'm staying here. Like, I, you guys go ahead and... Go without me. I'm done with this. I would rather not even be in this car right now. And I, being the protective son that I am, decide to go with my mother. Now, my mother, she stays behind, or, or what am I saying? She, my father, my mother and I leave the car. My sisters and my dad go back to St. Louis. And we are phoneless. My mom forgot her phone the entire trip. So she did not have a phone the entire trip. 
And I forgot mine in the car whenever we were leaving because I was packing as minimally as possible and just completely slipped my mind to bring a cell phone. So, my dad and sisters leave and we are officially carless and cell phoneless. I don't know what we're going to do at this point, but I do know that I had an online or a test due for my online class that I had to be completed that night. So I said, Mom, I know we're not exactly in a good situation right now, but before we worry about any of this, I need to take care of my um, summer online class. She says, all right, that's fine. So we go in, we ask where the nearest computers would be, and the lady at the hotel desk tells us that the library is a good place for public computers. I say, all right. We walk about half a mile down the road. Based on her directions, we find the library. I take my test. And while I'm taking my test, my mom, being the friendly individual she is, ends up making friends with the librarian. And she explains our whole situation, what happened, and uh, brings back a cell phone. And she's calling my dad. I'm like, call my dad on the on the cell phone calling whoever telling them to turn around my sisters don't want to turn around they wanted to leave us um and yeah so we're we're basically using this librarian's phone and that really surprised me i was like that's really cool of her like i'm i'm surprised i know a lot of people that would never even ever in a million years just give their phone to a stranger you know I don't know very many people would do that. And that was just a mild introduction for me to understand how incredible of a person we were actually dealing with. This librarian uh, is talking with my mom. She's letting us use the phone while I'm taking the test. I end up getting done with the test and come to find that she has offered my mom a place to stay that night. And long story short, we end up going to this cabin that she rents out. And she allows us to stay in this cabin with just after just a few hours of knowing this individual. She she does this for us. Throughout the duration of just one night, a Friday night, and an entire day Saturday... She brought us, she let us stay in the cabin, brought us fresh eggs, drove us to a town dance. She drove us to go whitewater rafting the next morning. While we are going whitewater rafting, uh, she's going throughout her uh, daily routine. Then she picks us up from whitewater rafting. And she had to go to an event, and while she was in the event, she let us borrow her phone and her car. We had not even known her for 24 hours. This is how selfless of a human being she was. She was absolutely amazing. That night, we stayed at her cabin again, and I was just... This this was very eye-opening to me. I have... I really haven't come across somebody as kind and as generous as she was to us. And we, we really didn't know her that long. We, we 
maybe 36 hours we knew her and she did so much for us I what she did for us that weekend just the cell phone alone letting us borrow her cell phone while she's not using it was like I, I, I people I know for years wouldn't even let me do that much and she lets she gives us a place to stay food to eat she's driving us around she, she also drove us around to get groceries she gave us plans for the night. She let us go whitewater rafting, even though it was an inconvenience to her day. This is, it was so eye-opening to me. I just, oh, it was, it was also confusing at the same time for me, because I'm, I'm not exactly from a big city or anything, but in the suburbs where I'm from, I mean, things are, I could just tell from the small town we were in, things are a lot more superficial here. People are a lot faker here. People are a lot, I, I just, I, I, they're motivated by, I don't know, they're selfish. They're a lot more selfish, way less selfless, way less loving, way less kind. And I'm not, I'm not labeling everybody, but for the most part, I mean, growing up in that environment and then going to college at a place that people are only thinking out of, I mean, not only, but usually thinking out of greed and self-interest, I've become kind of cynical over these past few months especially. I, I guess I was a little bit that way growing up, but I, especially these past few months, I've grown to be pretty cynical. And then this this amazing, kind-hearted, generous human being comes into your life and does so much for you, a stranger you're a total stranger to you and she does so much for you it it was just amazing it was incredible but it was also it was confusing at first at first it was confusing until i just i asked my mom that night i said i just this is hard for me to wrap my head around because I don't understand her motives. Like, why is she doing so much for us? And probably part of that stems off of me being cynical or mildly cynical. But I think a little bit also stems from I'm not the type of person to ask for anything. I just, I usually just tend to do everything for myself. And when you just come across somebody with so much love, so much generosity towards just humanity in general, it's eye-opening and confusing and surprising all at the same time and I asked my mom I said I just don't understand and she said Jordan what don't you understand and I'm like I just don't get her motives why is she doing this and she said she has no motives and I was like that that's so true she has no motive she she's doing this just to give just to just to help us and we were in such a vulnerable situation and she just did so much for us and I would also like to talk about this individual I don't think she'd mind me using her first name so her name was Mary and Mary never said a negative word about anyone not a single time the entire time we were there and not only did she not say a negative word about a single person she never belittled anyone, never disparaged anybody. She only said positive things. And it's not like she said one or two positive things. She was constantly just just complimenting the world around her, the town around her, the 
just the the people in her life, the people in the town. And if you would have seen this town, it was Robbinsville, North Carolina, which is what I the town really grew on me. Just to put this town in perspective, my sisters and I were actually making fun of the town a little bit the night before whenever we stayed in the hotel because this this town only had one radio station. It was just a small town and we I don't know on the exterior when you look at it from a biased point of view with judgment and your own subjective past of where you've lived and you compare it to where you lived on the exterior or on the surface this town seems like nothing but I left this small town that realizing that they were fulfilled whenever she took us to this dance everybody was dancing having a good time and they were just it was so much love in the air the so much positivity so much delight so much enjoyment it was the sense of community was amazing it was so authentic everybody was happy everybody they just trusted each other it was it was a sense of community a tribal sense of community that i have never experienced in my life and i think that's because i've never lived in a town as small with as few of numbers as this town had but, it, I mean, it kind of opened my eyes to the idea that whenever you have too many people, you become desensitized to people. And that sense of community in a small town is just so beautiful to me. But back to Mary. Back to this beautiful human being. She never said a negative word about anyone. And she developed a love for all of humanity. An unconditional love for all of humanity. Which makes you wonder. It's like, well, maybe this woman's just never been through anything. No, no, no. She's been through a lot. She, I don't want to get into her life story, but she has been screwed over by family members. And she still just remains so kind, so loving. And... After being cheated by her own family, the people she's loved unconditionally, that she, it, it, she still just remains so kind and generous and loving and I, I don't I'm, I'm talking from a point of passion and it, it's just I don't it's crazy. And I think we all could be a little bit more like Mary in that sense. And what what she made me realize that whenever she was telling me and my mother about what she had been through with uh, her family screwing over, I don't want to get into it, but uh, it made me realize that you really, you can't fight hate with hate. There's only one way, there's only one appropriate way to fight hate, and that's with love. And... She led this by example. She never said these words to me, but she led me to the epiphany, the realization that that's the only way to fight hate. And she is a prime example of that. And I think everybody could be a little bit more like Mary in that regard. And she just she just made wherever she was 
a better place, a better environment just just by being there, just by positivity, regardless of what other people are going to say. She realized that she could control what was going on inside herself. She couldn't necessarily control the hatred from the outside world, but she could always control herself and always give more love to the world, always make her community a, a better place. And that was another thing. She was very involved in her community. She was so proud of this town. And w while we were driving through this small town that I was making fun of the night before, she is just talking about it like, oh, I just love this. I just love that. Oh, that's just the absolute greatest. This is beautiful. And like I said, on the surface, from somebody from my perspective who comes in from a little bit bigger of towns, who's lived in Chicago for a little bit, who is kind of comparing my own biases, my own subjective experiences to this small town and saying this small town isn't shit. But no, this small town was everything to Mary. It was she just loved this place and it was it was beautiful to me and. I don't know, that just, it, I really learned a lot from this individual, and I, I really think she made a positive change, not just in the short term, but in the long term, and I think I'm going to start treating people more like Mary does. I'm going to treat, I'm going to project more love into this world. I'm going to project more just kind-hearted spirit, just regardless of what this world throws at me, I can always control how I respond. And, yeah, that's the, that's the story of Mary, the most giving human being I've really ever come in contact with. Actually, whenever I was leaving the trip, I asked her, I said, do you mind if I call you Aunt Mary? And she, she was very excited that I asked her that. And, yeah, so I, I think, uh, guess what I'm trying to say is we could all be a little bit more loving. We could all give back to our community. We can all... I don't know, just develop a love for all of humanity, regardless of how maybe a lot a majority of the people walking this earth might be motivated by greed and self interest. We can always still treat them with love and maybe they're not necessarily people you want to surround yourself with, but you can you can always try to make this world a better place regardless of what what they're doing, even if they're just going to take. I, I guess this sums up the podcast. Wow. I just, I feel better. I, I was just reliving the experience and it was, it was just absolutely beautiful to me. Very happy that happened, that I uh, had the chance, the opportunity to meet such an incredible human being. All right. That, that wraps up episode number blank I don't even know what I'm on right now of my subjective perspective with Jordan Fisher thank you all for listening have a blessed and beautiful day deuces